Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So, look, we're now five days, I think, since the Saints lost to the Rams. Yep, five days. And um, I think this episode, we're in the offseason now. Um, five days into it, obviously... All Saints fans, Saints players, the Houdat Nation still licking their wounds after the loss against the Rams. I think what you're trying to do here is, look, we're going to try to still make sense of that play. Last episode was more of a rant, I think. I think there shouldn't have been a rant. I think a lot of podcasts should have, should have had a rant in that about that game. Look, I, I know that the whole episode wasn't a rant, but all about that play. I'm not going to do that this episode. I don't think we're going to get into depth about that play. We really went over it. Um, to me, looking at it, there's no reason to. Um, right now, we got to just somehow start to move forward from this. And look, there was a lot of news this week. We're going to get right into that. We're going to talk about this season, try to recap it. I think that's going to um, I think it's gonna help a lot of people. If you recap the season, really put it, you know, that we won 14 games this year. Um, look, obviously, it didn't end the way that Saints wanted to end it. And it wasn't really in our hands. It, the, the rest were the reason that we lost this one. Or it was a on a pivotal play. Like, look, the Saints didn't lose just because of the refs, but you got to put a lot of it on the refs because if the refs, you know, they make that play, the Saints are in the Super Bowl, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. I mean, just some quick news and uh, to start off this episode. It is Pro Bowl weekend, Pro Bowl week, whatever you want to call it. The skills challenge happened on Thursday. The NFC did get the win with Cam Jordan starring on that team. It was three to one. They won the dodgeball tournament. I don't think we should get into it, but look, it was, it was it, it's interesting to watch these. It's I think it's really fun for the players, a little for the fantasy, a more personal side. I think the whole Pro Bowl weekend, it's been came to a lot of personalization, which I do like. You really get to see what kind of players, what they're really about. And um, for me, if Saints fans looking into this, to me, it's going to be all about the body language for me. Obviously, it doesn't really matter if they win or lose. It, to me, it just matters. Number one, I don't want them to come out really sluggish. And it, look, it's only a Pro Bowl. So you're like, it shouldn't matter that much. If I see, you know, Cam Jordan getting frustrated, our offensive lineman getting frustrated, Kamara getting frustrated, you know that this play is still so into their um, system, into their brains, that they're not ready to go on from the loss. And uh, to me, that would show a lot. But if they're bounced back a little bit at least, starting to take, you know, the loss head on and go on to next season – I think that's the best move for our team. And I think the NFL is kind of not allowing us to get closer by them not even putting out a statement. That's the wrong thing. And um, look, we'll get into that a little later. But for the players, to me, they got to somehow get some closure on the season. And I think the Pro Bowl is a good way of doing that. You get to see a lot of players from teams that were very bad this season. I saw Cam Jordan with Saquon Barkley with the Giants only winning five games. Um, Jamal Jamal Adams, excuse me. From the Jets, he made headlines. Um, he like tackled a mascot, and the mascot had to go to the hospital, something like that. But those players, Cam Jordan, he gets to hang around those guys. Kamar gets to hang around, you know, some people around the league that are his friends. I mean, to me, this got to help them, you know. Um, the NFL players know that the Saints should be there, but um, to me, I hope that everyone in the NFL is really helping the Saints try to get over us, and I think it's good. And I do think, I know the season. Look, it obviously was long and tiring, but uh, to me, 
if you're healthy, I think you should go to the Pro Bowl if you made it. I think that 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 that's what you should do. It's a great honor, and I think you should do it. Now, look, I don't know Brees and Michael Thomas' situation. They said it was not by injury, but now looking more into it, and you're going to say, oh, we shouldn't play in the Pro Bowl, shouldn't do that, stand stand it up to the NFL. The NFL doesn't care, and it's not going to care. To, to me, you, you got to help yourself now. It's, it's not the NFL. They don't care. So, look, as much as you're going to want to say try to show the NFL something, even if you had no Saints by your show up, that wouldn't stop really anything. It wouldn't matter, I don't think. Not, not enough people really care about the Pro Bowl for it to matter. If the, now, if the Saints fans don't watch the Super Bowl and you got a zero rating from New Orleans, which is not going to happen, still people are going to watch the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. It, you really, to me, no one's sticking it to the NFL. So we got to get over that. We got to get over the lawsuits and all that stuff. I mean, to anyone that's going through it, it's not happening. We're not replaying this game. Um, I'm not sitting here in this podcast saying that we're going to be playing on Sunday. No, that's not happening. We all know that's not happening. And um, even those petitions, those not to me, you got to get over it. And I think Larry Holder said it. And I kind of, and I know a lot of Saints fans don't want to hear this, but you got to start to move on as much as it hurts. And to me, it really hurts to move on. And you don't want to move on because technically we should be in the Super Bowl right now. We should be in the Super Bowl right now. And we're not. So there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of frustration, but I think the Pro Bowl gives us a way to maybe outlet a little of it, get to see our players one last time. Four Saints players will be in the Pro Bowl with uh, Larry Walford, Andrews Pete, the two offensive linemen, Alvin Kamara, and Cam Jordan. I would have loved to see all eight players there because we did have eight players in the Pro Bowl. But it's what it is. I, I know Armstead, the injury was obviously really big. Same with, you know, I guess Breeze has tired. If I was Breeze, I wouldn't probably show up either. He's been to enough. And to me, he should definitely recharge his body. He's been through so much adversity. I think he can deal with this adversity. Michael Thomas, I mean, look, if he, he should have came, if he didn't came, to me, it's not really a big deal either. But um, to me, just get out there. You're playing another football game. As much as it's really dumbed down, almost like a flag football game, it's still football. And I think that if you want to get over it, watch the game. I think this is the last game. Support our players. I think I'm really a proponent of that, and I've shown that on Twitter. Support our players. Watch last night. That's all I really could do at this point. Um, you could stick it to the NFL and not watch the Super Bowl, which is fine. Like last year, I didn't watch the NFC Championship game. No one's, no one's, look, no one's going to be saying for the team that shouldn't be there who really want to watch that anyways. So I'm fine if people are not going to watch that. That's a choice. But to me, if our players are playing and you're a Saints fan, you should be in tune with it. And look, if you obviously, if you can't watch the game, because whatever, you know, to me, it shouldn't be on the top priority. But if you're doing nothing and flipping through the channels, I mean, to me, you should put on the game. You know, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be watching it, giving updates through the game. And just, you know, if the NFC can win, obviously it's not a consolation prize, but uh, it's something. I mean, to me, look, it's, it's a good honor for the players, so I think they should play it. That's the bottom line here. On to our next set of news, and that is P.J. Williams is charged with DUI. And when you look at it, it's very disheartening for him. He had a very good season, in my opinion. He did a lot of the right things, worked really hard, helped the Saints, I think, immensely get close to the Super Bowl. Probably should be in the Super Bowl. And to look at it, there's nothing really can tell you about it. Um... It, to me, it's very disheartening. You got to look at it and just be like, look, he's not coming back probably next year. Um, maybe, maybe Sean Payton. Like, see, if I was in um, Sean Payton's position, I would definitely bring him in for, just bring him to the offense and be like, what were you thinking? Um, because if he could put a decent, you know, story together, maybe it would help out. If he knows he'll never do it again. And because uh, he, I think everyone in the locker room likes him too. 
then maybe he can come back. But I just look, he's gonna be a free agent. If I was another team, maybe other teams don't want to touch him and don't want to go after him. Then if I were the Saints, I would get him. If you can get him on like a one, two year deal, very cheap, why not? But I think he was coming into you know this offseason free agency. He was probably gonna get a pretty good deal. Um, probably not Patrick Robinson level, but pretty good. I mean, Patrick Robinson got a really good contract. Look, I'm not giving PJ Williams like the Patrick Robinson contract because we already have a Patrick Robinson. We're not gonna do that again. And look, as much as maybe a lot of to me, you waited out. You know, if you can get him back on short term. Sure, why not? One, two years, two million a year, something like that. You wait him out. But uh, and look, that may happen. But when it comes down to it, he's. I think. Look, this is bad for him. But I still, I still think he'll get that long-term deal. He did have a pick, two forced fumbles, nine pass defense, forty-four tackles. Amazing tackler. And when I think about that, I think some team may pay him. May not. They may not. Look, if they may not, they don't pay him to me. You go to the Saints. But right now, I do think that he's going to get. A close to what Patrick Robinson get probably not at the exact point but he's probably gonna make you know he'll make an overall contract if he gets three years 15 million to me that's if he gets that it's you know he's gonna take that instead of a one year two one year three million dollar deal which I would give him for the Saints and I mean look if you're gonna give him one year four million one year five million to me because this cap we don't have that much room which we'll get into a little later but to me if he wants to come back for a short short term not a lot of money prove it deal I'm fine with that but besides that, if you're gonna, I, you can't give him a long-term deal, really. I don't think the cap would hold. I wouldn't do it. Um, you can get depth corners another way. I think Justin Hardy is going to be a really good um, player. Not really. I mean, he look. He's a great special teams player. When you look at the cornerbacks, I think he could be of just as good as PJ Williams, not better. So in that depth role, he could be really, really good. Is I guess what I was trying to say. And then you know you're going to have other guys coming up too. I mean, when you're just looking at it, to me, I think that our secondary it showed up and i think that our three corners and patrick robinson um marshawn Lattimore, and eli apple if they come in and like before the injury patrick robinson was a really good player and at the end of the year Lattimore and patrick robinson to me those three would be the best in the game put those three together and that'd be obviously really big um to me you see what these these guys can do do you even need pj williams so i think that's really big there on to our next set of news, and that is P.J. Williams is charged with DUI. And when you look at it, it's very disheartening for him. He had a very good season, in my opinion. He did a lot of the right things, worked really hard, helped the Saints, I think, immensely get close to the Super Bowl. Probably should be in the Super Bowl. And to look at it, there's nothing really can tell you about it. Um... It, to me, it's very disheartening. You got to look at it and be like, "Look, he's not coming back probably next year." Um, maybe, maybe Sean Payton. Like, see, if I was in um, Sean Payton's position, I would definitely bring him in for, just bring him to the offense. Be like, "What were you thinking?" Um, because if he could put a decent, you know, story together, maybe it would help out. If he knows he'll never do it again, and because uh, he, I think everyone in the locker room likes him too, then maybe he can come back. But I just look, he's gonna be a free agent. If I was another team, maybe other teams don't want to touch him and don't want to go after him. Then if I were the Saints, I would get him. If you can get him on like a one, two-year deal, very cheap, why not? But I think he was coming into, you know, this offseason free agency. He was probably going to get a pretty good deal. Um, probably not Patrick Robinson level, but pretty good. I mean, Patrick Robinson got a really good contract. Look, I'm not giving P.J. Williams, like, the Patrick Robinson contract because we already have a Patrick Robinson. We're not going to do that again. And look, as much as maybe a lot of – to me, you wait it out. You know, if you can get him back on short term – Sure, why not? One, two years, two million a year, something like that. You wait him out. 
But uh, and look, that may happen. But when it comes down to it, he's. I think. Look, this is bad for him, but I still. I still think he'll get that long term deal. He did have a pick, two forced fumbles, nine pass defense, 44 tackles, amazing tackler. And when I think about that, I think some team may pay him. May not. They may not. Look, if they may not, they don't pay him to me. You go to the Saints. But right now, I do think that he's going to get a close to what Patrick Robinson get. Probably not at the exact point, but he's probably going to make, you know, he'll make an overall contract if he gets three years, 15 million. To me, that's if he gets that, it's you know he's going to take that instead of a one year, two, one year, three million dollar deal, which I would give him for the Saints. And I mean, look, if you're going to give him one year, four million, one year, five million, to me, because this cap, we don't have that much room, which we'll get into a little later. But to me, if he wants to come back for a short, short term, not a lot of money, prove it deal, I'm fine with that. But besides that, if you're going, you can't give him a long term deal, really. I don't think the cap would hold. I wouldn't do it. Um, you can get depth corners another way. I think Justin Hardy is going to be a really good. Um, player, not really, I mean, he look, he's a great special teams player. When you look at the cornerbacks, I think he could be a, a, just as good as P.J. Williams, not better. So in that depth role, he could be really, really good, is I guess what I was trying to say. And then, you know, you're going to have other guys coming up too. I mean, when you're just looking at it, to me, I think that our secondary, it showed up. And I think that our three corners and Patrick Robinson, um, Marshawn Lattimore, and Eli Apple, if they come in and like before the injury, Patrick Robinson was a really good player. And at the end of the year, Lattimore and Patrick Robinson, to me, those three would be the best in the game. Put those three together. And that'd be obviously really big. Um, to me, you see what these these guys can do. Do you even need PJ Williams? So I think that's really big there. On to our next note, and that's that Mickey Loomis, he spoke, he had an interview, it was about 12 minutes. And to me, um, it was a really good interview. Our last headline, and that's Roger Goodell has spoken to owner Gail Benson and head coach Sean Payton about the play. Um, Roby Coleman, the guy who made the hit on Tommy Lee Lewis, he was fined for 26 some odd thousand dollars. Obviously, it's a price you pay to go to the Super Bowl, I guess. But to me, look, Roger Goodell still hasn't made any public thing, and uh. Look, it's good that he talked to our our owners, our you know head brass. To me, that's good. It's a step in the right direction, but he's got to put out something. And if he doesn't buy the Super Bowl, I don't want to hear it after the Super Bowl. I want to hear it by the Super Bowl. And if it doesn't, to me, it's just it's wrong. It is wrong. And uh, after Roger Goodell in 2012, when Bounty Gate, when he was talking about the Sean Payton suspension, he said that Sean Payton didn't speak about it, so that Sean Payton's fault. Well, now Roger Goodell's in the same situation. Maybe Roger Goodell should get suspended. Maybe he shouldn't make his $35 million that he's owed every single year. Just a thought um, that I had. Look, Sean Payne's also talked to the competition committee. Um, they said that basically tough luck. Um, that, that, that's what it sounded like to me. Um, it was <laughs> to think about it. They were saying that it was a call that the officials should make and they always will make it and there, there should be no review. And to me, that's just wrong. There should be review. It should be like um, escape button. You know, if something happens where the look in two minutes should be in two minutes or maybe in five minutes, whatever it is, in a playoff game, only in playoff games, that there should be a way to get these games right because they mean so much. Maybe you want to do in regular season games too because sometimes that means a lot too. But to me, these games mean way too much and you should have the right teams playing for the biggest football game of the year. You should have the right teams. And uh, I just feel like they got it wrong this year. 
And look, sometimes that happens. Sometimes not the right team plays. Some teams got lucky. Last year, we should have played in the NFC Championship. And we'll see if the Rams um, lose or win or lose by a lot. Because to me, the NFL, they're rooting for those Rams. Don't get me wrong. Because they need the Rams to win. See, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, they'll be like, they were legitimate. Look, they beat the Patriots. They beat the Dynasty. But let's say the Rams go out there and lose like 38-7. to The NFL will have to answer a lot. It will make the NFL look really bad. And um, if you're a Saints fan and you want the NFL to look bad, I think that's – it's not show up the NFL at the Pro Bowl. It's probably <laughs> – let's see if the Patriots can take care of business. And if they win 38-7, if they win something like that Super Bowl with the Peyton Manning against the Seahawks where it was like 56-8, 46-8, whatever it was, if that happens, that would be really a bad look for the NFL and probably a good look for the Saints. But, uh, yeah, that's my opinion on it. Um, I guess it's good that Roger Goodell talked to, you know, Gail Benson. and But he's got to put out a public statement. And until he does, or we don't hear, maybe at least out. I just want to hear what he, what he should say. I really do. Um, I'm interested in that. And before the Super Bowl. Um, I don't want to say it after the Super Bowl. But that, that's just my opinion. You know, you could disagree. You could say that it wasn't even good that they talked. We want something now. Um, look, there are probably people that are going to listen to this saying, you know, I'm not going to watch our players at the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. And I'm not watching anything NFL related besides the Saints for the rest of my fanhood, fan life, whatever it is. There are going to be people that say that probably. And look, I, I'm fine with that. You know, you can do that. But to me, this game, it's just, it's, you, sometimes you got to just get over it. To me, look, I'm not saying that I'm over this game yet. I'm not. Not, um, I don't think any Saints fan really is yet. It's only been five days. To me, I'm not going to get over this play until the Saints next year are in the Super Bowl. And if we go to the Super Bowl next year, and even holding up the NFC Championship trophy, that's all it would take for me. That we're back to where we belong. And uh, yeah, that's just my um, take on the situation. So now on to our kind of our main topic this week. And we're just going to try to recap this season, start recapping it. Um, I know that I think that's going to make a lot of people feel better. If we just recap the season, put it in hindsight, I think it's going to make a lot of people feel better. Maybe put this game behind you just a little bit. Like I think for me, it has a little, little bit. Um, I think time's going to heal everything, but I think you just got to look at really how the seasons went. I'm going to go through the highlights, my highlights of the season, and then we're going to go through a little improvements. Maybe we need to work on, but, uh, Look, first highlight of the season that, look, I got to see us, the Saints game Saints game in the Dome. To me, that's, for me, that's the, so, such a thing I want to do my whole life, and it happened. So just that game is obviously amazing. Breeze broke the record that game. To see that live, look, that's the best thing Saints-wise that's happened to me since the 2009 um, Super Bowl win. That's, the, that's what it was. And to bring that happiness to me in that moment, look, it obviously wasn't a Super Bowl win. But it was like, to be in that moment was like winning a playoff game. And uh, look, very happy about that. To me, that was my biggest highlight of the season. Second, we won a playoff game. Not many times you can win in two seasons in a row, you win a playoff game. And to me, that's every year you win a playoff game, it's a very successful season. You get to the NFC Championship, it's a successful season. As much as maybe you want to say that we should be in the Super Bowl, and I think we should be in the Super Bowl, it still was a very successful season. Definitely, that was big. Other highlights to me was a, a big turning point for this team was to me the, that three game stretch I think it was where we played yeah it was three games we played Baltimore then we played the Vikings and then we came home and played the Rams and we won all three those that, that three game stretch was like we're for real and uh, 
I think if we won the Super Bowl, everyone would have point back to that three-game stretch and saying that this team's legit. And uh, look, to me, it was just to me that's a big highlight. These these boys came up to play. You know, the Saints they came in those three games. Um, three, two, two playoff teams, and the third one I think should have been a playoff team. There could have been a playoff team. Excuse me, I don't think the Vikings deserved it. But look, they were in playoff contention basically the whole year until the last season, last game of the season. Um, I think that it's important. Then you go out play the Bengals when they still had Andy Dalton in. I know at the end of the season they kind of you know hobbled to the end there with um, Jeff Driscoll, but with Andy Dalton they're a good team. They're a 500 team, and we on the road we completely you know, destroyed them, which I think was really big. That was the week we signed Des Bryant. So to me, I think it's just, to me, that's a very, it was to me, that whole stretch, very good. Then we went to play Atlanta on, in the dome on Thanksgiving, excuse me. And to me, those things, just, just that whole five game stretch, I guess it was huge highlight for me. Um, Another highlight was winning the division. We won the division this year, two straight years. I think it's only happened once other time since the NFC South um, was created. Big. Those are big accomplishments. You got to just put it up there. Um, look, the season clinching the first seed at week 16. Another really big highlight of the season. The uh, locker room dances, the locker room celebrations. That's a highlight of the season. The the um the, the whole chemistry of this team. It was a huge highlight. And look, I know it's not going to be the exact same team, but you do have 20 out of 22 starters coming back and playing with the same same players. It's important. It's important that this team has that chemistry, and that's going to continue into next season. I, I, to me, it's just what this team has seen, shown this season, and I think will see in the future. It's, it's really good. I think. I think you got to look at the positive side. Is that we're thirteen and three in one step and one blown call. Um, that's out of the Saints' power away from the Super Bowl. That's pretty amazing. Um, not many teams are in that situation to win the game, um, and we were. So to me. You gotta just put it the way it was. Um, those are highlights to me. We're gonna get into a lot of depth about the season in the next coming weeks. But to me, I just wanted to just put kind of a bow on the season and just very um, stepping back a little bit, not even going to specifics, just looking at exact moments where the season to me was just highlights, and then we'll go a little improvements. Just one improvement to me, I think, just to start it off. I mean, you gotta start the season better. Um, Got to go out next season, whoever we play. Look, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, we'll be playing the Rams Thursday night in L.A. Go out and win that game. To me, if the Saints, if they play, let's say the Rams win the Super Bowl and the Saints play the Rams Thursday, they would. They would definitely play the Rams Thursday night for sure in L.A. We go out, beat them in their place. They're going to be a different team. They have a lot of guys on one-year deals. We'll see what they do in the offseason. But um, to me, if we that's going to show a lot. It's going to show a lot. And, uh... Maybe some Saints fans will want the Saints to uh, want the Rams to win, so we play them because we would definitely play them in the first game for sure. So I think that's obviously really, really big there for the just that one improvement. I think got to come out a little stronger, and even through the first couple games of the season, it was like kind of you limp through the Browns, you had a Drew Brees best game of the season against you know, the the Falcons, where he was doing all these heroics to beat a Falcons team that ends up being seven and nine. Um, fourth week, he beat the Giants pretty handily, and then it started to roll. Really, that Giants game to me was a big stepping stone for this team. Um, I think it was just really big for the um, the Saints. They won that game pretty handedly. Then they beat the Washington handedly when Breeze broke the record. Then they beat um, Baltimore, very close game. And then they went on that stretch that we talked about. Another improvement to me, 
this offense has to stay healthy. And maybe it was health, or maybe it just was off the last couple games of the season, but the offense was not the same. And I know you don't want to hear that. And you didn't want to hear that when the Saints were playing. No, the offense is the exact same. It just wasn't. Um, you want to put that to me? I don't think it was much talent. I thought we just made stupid mistakes. And um, when you're winning so much, you don't sometimes you don't go on the really small stuff. And I think when you look at penalties, drops, all that stuff, it was a just such a good team, talented team to have those plays. It's, it was bad for this offense. Now you can fix that. And to me, that was also you had to be very um, almost perfect for the Saints' offense. And they were a lot. Like, you you needed your schemes to be perfect. You needed Drew Brees to be perfect. And you need wide receivers to get perfect. Because we don't have that many receivers that really just get open. You have Kamara out of the backfield. And you have Michael Thomas. And, that's, and Ted Ginn. But he only played, like, three extra games. Those three players are the only ones that can really just get open. And sometimes Ted Ginn doesn't really get open. He's older. Older speedster. So those players, you know, sometimes they don't age the way you want them to. But to me, he made some another had some really big catches. So to me... Ted Ginn, I think he could be a big um, player next year for this team. But to me, I just you got to add that one. To me, you got to add a player. Um, if it, I really hope it's Des Bryant coming back. I would love to see Des Bryant. Um, he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder, and I think the Saints team will. Um, I think the Saints are kind of pissed off, and I think not to this 2019 season, if they stay healthy, they're out for revenge. Revenge is a tool. It motivates you motivates you and it's going to motivate this team like this team sometimes you have to find a way to motivate them last year it was really the prove them right thing and you know we need to prove people right now this year it's just going to be revenge you don't need to prove them right you just need let's let's put revenge on the sleeve now look you would say marcus williams looking for his for his revenge last year and it just didn't work out his instincts were off we'll get into him obviously during this offseason but uh it didn't really work out for him but you got to use that revenge and just fuel yourself it's gonna hurt for this team. It's gonna hurt for weeks. It's gonna hurt, but you gotta start. It's gotta start to heal by OTAs. It's gotta start to heal by training camp. It's gotta start to heal by preseason next year's regular season. Um, to me, that's just big. Um, I think those look a little improvements, but there were a lot of highlights of the season. Um, Michael Thomas is top three receiver in the league now. Um, Alvin Kamara showed what he can do in the playoffs. Amazing game, eleven receptions. Um, showed a lot. Offensive line, look, we had our whole offensive line go to the Pro Bowl, besides Ramchek, which to me, he was an all-pro. So we had our offensive line, either an all-pro or Pro Bowler this season. That's that's pretty good. I mean, look, people are going to ask to drop Pete, um, cut Pete. I may, I'm not into the dropping Pete. I would um, keep Pete and trade him. And a Pro Bowl left guard, you're going to get a lot for. And we can sign a left guard for, uh, to me, a better um, version of Pete for like $7 million. You don't need to pay that $9 million. And we also have him long-term now. Uh, that That's what I would do, but... Look, I don't know what the Saints are going to do. And then you can trade into a team that needs an offensive lineman. And then you can get a player for that player. For a Pete, excuse me. Maybe whoever it is. And that player can help you get to wherever you want to be. Offensive line's huge, but... And maybe you don't want to create a problem, but I think that's something the Saints could do. And then you could, you know, go whatever way you want. To me, you do re-sign Josh Relibus, excuse me. Um, He's, to me, he was a big depth piece coming into the season. And he was. He was good for the first however games he played six games I think it was whatever it was until he got hurt and once he got hurt um it was a little shaky with the depth there um you know Jamon Bushrod we'll see if he comes back that's going to be interesting to me but you know I I think when you're looking at this team um they definitely had a ton ton of highlights ton ton and we're going to go through it the whole offseason and look you're going to nitpick and try to pick up guys that are going to help your team win 
and help those improvements. But when you're looking at the improvements, it's start out fast. You got to start out faster. Um, you got to get some skill position players, maybe two. Um, tight end, wide receiver. It's going to be a, a slot receiver, like a Des Bryant type player. On the defense, maybe pick up safety. Um, um, Coleman, excuse me, did not work out. Pick up a safety, maybe. And then um, you probably go up and get some depth on that defensive line. As well, you get def- uh, depth on the offensive line. I would keep the um, linebackers the way they are. Um, some people are going to try to apply to say or cut AJ Klein. I wouldn't do that. And uh, yeah, that's just what I think. So um, kind of wraps up the season a little bit. We're going to get into full depth next week. We're going to, this is how we're going to do it and wrap up this season. Every week, we're going to go through, as I mentioned earlier, we're just going to go group by group and just point out all the games and stuff like that, how this team played. And then at the end, we'll go over one thing the whole season. We'll go through every game. But this was just an overview, and then we'll get more specific in weeks coming. Also, I think we're going to do like two segments a week. Um, one's going to be overview of the um, this offseason, excuse me. And then also one's going to be on last season until we get to that free agent point where we're going to be start looking at free agents. We'll hear news who the Saints are looking at, who other teams are looking about former former Saints. Uh, excuse me. And um, I think that's what we're going to do. So uh, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. Um, if you like this podcast, like this episode, you like me, um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Hoodat Dis, on Instagram at Hoodat Discussion, on Podomatic at the Hoodat Discussion. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, Google Play channel, iTunes channel, and Spotify channel at the Hoodat Discussion. I'm all on those sites. Comment, rate, review. You know, it's just, especially on iTunes, if you could just rate us, review us, it would just be extremely helpful. So just thank you, everyone that's done that. Um, look, I've heard a lot of comments. Um, and we're going to be updating things throughout this offseason. I think eventually we're going to go back to that one episode a week schedule, I think, um, especially, look, as the off-season, two episodes is going to be, I mean, not like it'll be tough to do or anything, but I just don't want it to get, you know, lagging or stuff like that. It's like the same stuff. Like, to me, I want to do, like, one episode, one podcast, and then also some one of something else. So I'm thinking maybe a film study on last season, or maybe it's the years past, or maybe it's a film study on a free agent that we're interested in, um, or maybe the draft, do a film study on the draft. I'm very interested in the All-22 film. I think I'll be getting the Game Pass um, you know, app or whatever it is on NFL Net, uh, NFL.com, excuse me, where you basically you get to see the coach's film. And um, you're gonna, I'll be able to learn more about how this game, to me, like I feel like I know about football. I know why things happen. But to really see it, and look, a lot of people do film studies. It's popular. So if you want to see another opinion on that, look, I'm definitely down to doing that. Um, to me, it's just you could also – Live shows, I think, is very big. Um, especially, I think it'd be really good in golf season because a lot of questions. It's a lot of hypothetical stuff, a lot of questions, stuff like that by the fans. And if we can do a live show like that, either if it's on YouTube, Periscope, whatever it is, um, I'd be down for that. So just whatever everyone else wants to me. Or if you want to do like a mix of both, like one week a film study, one week a live show. Or maybe it's an article. I could start a blog maybe. And um, we just do like one, basically one article a week, um, just editorial or maybe it's something on the Saints signing just that, that's what I'm kind of hoping for this offseason to me that's just I think what I want to do look if you guys want two episodes a week um I'd be down to doing that too if you just don't think things are like the same thing every week like I don't want to say like one week we're looking at one rumor on Monday and then on Friday it's the exact same rumor um look maybe it's not like that and then I like if there's news I'll keep 
reporting. I'll keep doing the podcast if there's news for sure. Now, when you get into those dog days of not only February, because February is going to be probably a little down month um, because after the Super Bowl, it's not really much because the league year is still going on. It's like that weird period. There were a couple of trades last year, which was I think was kind of interesting. But besides that, you're not going to see much. Little rumors, a little of the um, draft. But really besides that, it's going to be a lot of, to me, a lot of looking what we have to do and recapping on this year. I think that's what's going to be really now until free agency starts, a couple weeks before free agency starts. So we can start then transitioning into the free agency, the draft, the needs of this team, and where we can go forward from this season and try to get to the Super Bowl next year. That's our goal to win it. And I think we're going to try to do that. Um, Also, we're hoping to get some interviews on here um, real soon, either if it's former players from the Saints, if it's a draft prospect, maybe get a couple of of those players on the podcast. I am working on it. We're exploring all avenues. And that's just what I want to do. I really feel that. Get a couple of interviews. It just makes the offseason feel more fun for Saints fans. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. We're looking to update the podcast as always. Um, I feel like the visuals – um, that, that's kind of our next thing, especially on YouTube. To me, um, we've just been putting up either like a logo of the podcast or like the, like during if the Saints won, we put like highlights of the game pictures. And to me, like maybe we're going to go on to like putting stats in the background and stuff like that. So it's a little more interactive in that way. We'll probably keep on doing the premieres and stuff like that. I know you guys like that. And that's really good. I like, I like talking with the fans, but that's where I think live shows come in. You know, we can really talk with the fans more. Same with the film studies look i know a lot of people like watching those so i think maybe that's a um an avenue we can go down so i'm gonna probably put out a poll on either twitter i'll put it out on instagram as well whoever um listens on there or follows follows us on there excuse me just you know if you watch this and you also follow us on those channels definitely um excuse me uh pages or you know websites um definitely just Put your vote. What do you want? Maybe you want both. I'll have an option for that too. Or I'll probably have another. Put it in the comments. So th- that's really what we're going towards to the future. The season's over, but it will definitely not be forgotten. A lot of great moments. And just next season, I just already, you know, we're five days into this offseason. I can't wait until next season. I know some people, they feel so defeated. And to me, you just you got to look at next season now. Look how good the Saints are going to be. Now it's going to be hard for them to come back and the adversity that they're going to have to you know, jump over and the hurdles that they're going to have to go over is going to be difficult. But if I needed to pick 53 men that can do it, I'm picking the Saints team. And that's just really what I got to say going into this offseason. And look, Saints fans are going to be upset probably for a while if you're upset right now. It probably hasn't the feeling of just robbed, regret, whatever it is for the NFL refs, just what maybe you could have done. It's just... You got to sometimes, look, you couldn't affect it. You couldn't have done anything about it. Our guys were one step away from the Super Bowl. And you just, it's very hard to get back. Now, no teams really get back besides the Patriots to the AFC champ, the championship round. Let's make the Saints the first one in a while. I think the Saints can do it. If I had to pick one team, I'll pick Drew Brees. I'll pick Michael Thomas. I'll pick Kamar. I'll pick Lattimore. I'll pick um, Jordan. They just, to me, this is the team and everyone's saying this is the team of destiny, you have 20 out of those 22 starters that's the same team. There's going to be injuries, but everyone's saying, oh, the Saints are kept healthy. You had a lot of injuries. You had uh, Patrick Robinson go down. Sheldon Rankins went down late in the season, which I hope he's able to come back. Maybe he misses some time. We don't know that yet. We'll know it next season. 
But to me, this team, you know, it's just, it was such a good season and just said to, for it to end this way. But this team's really good. And I, and I think I want to end this episode on a positive way. This team, they're not done. They're just not, even though they're done for 2018, the 2018 season, they're not done. There's a lot left to be written about these group of guys and this core of the Saints. We'll see what the Saints do in the offseason, but we are not finished. So with all that said, I want to say thank you. Prove them right, because look, a lot of people are going to be picking us next season. So prove them right still, and who dat?